When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 10 o'clock in the Southland. What? Mm. You got the John Cena? What? Hit oh, the John man. Cena. It is a final! And for those of you that call me a bad man, you say I'm a misery profiteer. Pot it you down are. a little bit, Jorge. You are. You are, very much so. You Corporate are. Greg's in here for this, by the way. I apologize for pointing out the obvious that that gutless bum did it again. Which one? Again, Travis. So before we do what everybody's waiting for, (laughs) tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. That's pretty funny. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Tell me why I shouldn't break this today. I'm not telling you. You can do whatever you want. I'm not going to jump up and down on the dude's grave, but it's time. He's got to go. Time the, has the, come the, today. There, there, was an, it, there was an instance of managerial malpractice last night that was so egregious, yep. that was so obvious, that is so unforgivable that it's time to go. That I, I was willing to listen to all of the, well, it's not this, it's not that, it's not this. This was the manager's decision to leave Lance in there for home runs number three and four. And the report from Lauren Shahadi that he well, maybe, technically close to five. What she said that Dave told her during the broadcast that he had to manage this game like there were two more games after this is unforgivable. Yep. It's time to go. The nine-hour LA Sports it's Mega. Time, it's time to go. It, it can't happen fast enough. The nine-hour Sports Mega Block begins now. Presented by LAX. All day long, real Dodgers talk on seven ten ESPN. We're not like the other radio station. We are the station of the people. Uh, We are going to tell you the truth today. We're not going to send out tweets like, oh, Dave wanted to manage like game seven. He didn't. That's the whole damn problem. He didn't do that. If he would have managed like it was a game seven, then we wouldn't have got what we got last night. He did in game two. For whatever reason, he managed like it in game two. And then then yesterday. I'm glad that Ryan Pepio is going to be nice and fresh for spring training. That's wonderful. Fresh off the blue review this morning. Corporate Greg, 30 seconds. Tell me why not to break it. No, I'm not going to tell why you. Why not, not to, to bust it. it? You should absolutely bust it because this is real. I don't want to dance on his grave like, like grave like Travis, but all those things that Travis said is are completely true. Ryan Pepio should have been up in the second inning when he gave up two singles to be ready to go in the first. If you know what type of guy Lance Lynn is, he gave up 44 Eight. home runs. 48. Four, well, now. 44 home runs 46. in the regular season. <laughs> yeah. 44 in the regular season. Two to one person in two pitches. <laughs> 16. After the All-Star break with the Dodgers, you know what type of guy he is. Gone. Sweet. Anything? Christian yeah. Wood update? Yeah, Lakers are 2-1 and one in preseason. <laughs> Gabe Vincent hit 50% of his threes Go yesterday. D'Lo sh- shooting 63% from oh, the that's field. Enough, that's enough. That's enough. One three? year ago around this time was <laughs> the time the I first used the word on the radio, JT the Bricks word, mm-hmm. gutless, to describe when Dave Roberts lost to the Padres. And all of you, you overpaid radio host, <laughs> said, oh, you don't know baseball. You don't. You don't know how tough it is. You don't. You don't know that Clayton Kershaw's trying out there. Well. 
It's Andrew Friedman's Ka- fault. That's true, too. The Kershaw one, I, I'm not with Well, you. one year later, I hold up the birthday gift from John Ireland, the gutless hat. I guess I was right. I guess I was right. Jorge, hit the music. Stop. Have a time. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I'm moving away a little bit. Time has come. The city of Los Angeles. Do we need like a face shield? The Southland. We are free. I hope. <laughs> I wouldn't be so we sure. We are free. Oh, oh my Lord. Exploded. Well, that wasn't a tap. That was definitely uh, did it break? Yeah, that was, that was uh, <laughs> it, it exploded. A full it swing legitimately there. exploded. I'm surprised you didn't yell "bam" while you hit it. Though. Bam! And you're not a misery profiteer. Everybody is in misery today. I know. As I said last night on my IG yeah, live, but you're the only one that's enjoying it. I am enjoying it because hopefully we are free. Hopefully we can return to the greatness, or at least feel good about this every year. That's a good point. I'll give you that one. You know, I was talking to producer Emily earlier. Tommy Lasorda may not have been the world's greatest manager, but he threw he threw passion out there. Yep. He punched the Philly fanatic. He screamed at umpires. <laughs> he made pasta. <laughs> Do all of he did. Things. He made wine too. The bit. This whole bit started when we did the old morning show. You were there when Key would be like, "Oh man, Dave Roberts is great," and I go, "He shows no emotion. Who wants to play for a guy that's?" You're right. You're right. That, that what you just said. That is, thing exploded really is, easily. Is the second got demolished. What happened? They don't make bobbleheads like they used to, Jack. What happened last night is awful for a thousand different it's reasons but near the top of the list is what you said chris is that the lack of urgency that they showed not just last at night. least clayton kershaw shows that he cares he's he got his head down he's crying in the dugout at least you the, know what the man lack you of, show it the lack of urgency that they demonstrated from the very first inning of the very first game is inexcusable and and that's partially dave's fault you it's, didn't get any shrapnel, did you? It, no, it's no, it's, it's the player's fault. <laughs> it's bleeding. his fault. It's Andrew. That's Freeman's not funny. Fault. That's not funny. <laughs> it's all. It's everybody's fault that put on that uniform or works on that team because they just let it happen again and they made it worse in the process. They didn't even show any fight after that first game. They didn't None. show any fight to even try and put up runs until the eighth inning when Will Smith tripled. That was it. It was Will Smith was the only guy that actually hit. Maybe Kike later on. They, they it was a complete debacle. They're yeah. they're literally. They're, I guess if you're looking for a silver lining is that the bullpen was good and that's the whole list of things that's, that's it. it that's Th- it that's everything else was bad mookie was terrible freddie was terrible the starting pitching was terrible dave was terrible the roster that they put together for these three games arguably could have been done differently with rosario there's nothing about this that is anything other than a full disaster i think i think there's a bigger picture i think what you guys are complaining about with lance lynn and when you take him out and everything else it's how many years in a row are you getting the same result yep. Oh, that yeah. that's yep. what it comes. That's not why Dave Roberts, if he gets fired, it does not have to do with pulling Lance Lynn or not pulling Lance Lynn. It has to do with three straight years, four, two straight years. If you just call the Padres and the Arizona Diamondbacks and go look at the stats of how much better you were than those two teams, and you won one game in those series, you never led against the Arizona Diamondbacks. That you could look and you could point at the players, this and that, but there's a consistency with your manager that you're not delivering when it's most important. That's why you get fired. It's not because of Lance Lynn. It's not because of Pepio. It's because 
every time you think of the Dodgers over X amount of years, what's the taste in your mouth? It's disappointment. Failure. It's failure. failure. It's go down the list. It's failure. Those are the reasons. Yes. And, and he, it's failure to an opponent that's inferior over, over and over and, and over, over again. They won 16 more games than Arizona this year. They won 22 more games than San Diego the year before that. They won 18 more games than the Atlanta Braves before the year before that. They won 13 more games than the Washington Nationals two years before that. That this is four of the last five years. They've gotten beaten by a team that was significantly less talented and less gifted over the course of a full season. You know, it can happen once. You can maybe have it happen twice. To have it happen four times in five years and three is in unforgivable. A row? Yeah, that you know that has happened only six times in the history of baseball. Who six has time, a long that, history? That lost that you lost to a team that was <laughs> three 15 of them or are more. coming from the and Dodgers. three of them are in a row. Yeah. Three of them are in a row. The last three years, it's yeah. happened over and over and over again. And Harris said four of the last five. I want to put together two things. What you said, Slee, that it's the 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 track record over the last few years. One hundred percent, you're right. But it also was what happened last night because it was just it's one of those things that you could. And, and I'm guilty of it. I've been guilty of, guys, sometimes weird-ish happens, mm -hmm. and you just, it's nobody's fault. That's not what happened last night. This was not weird stuff coming home. This was mismanagement. Mm -hmm. This was bad decisions that were obviously bad in the moment. This isn't, yep. I, I tweeted it literally as it was happening, that the first home run to Perdomo Whatever. Lance Lynn gives up jacks. But you get but someone up. The second, the second that ball <laughs> landed in the seats, that somebody wasn't warming up rapidly, yeah. getting ready to go, yeah. is unforgivable. And here's what happened next. Marte hits the next one. Blasting. Before that ball even lands, he's got to be out of the game. Yep. That you let him stay out there for Christian Walker is managerial mouth. And by the way, no one was even warming up at this point. No one was even getting going. And you mentioned Never in the second him. inning some he hard have been ball, some Two hard balls hits. were smoked yep. in the second inning. He struck out Longoria to escape, but it wasn't because he was pitching great. It's because Longoria had a bad night. I think he struck out three times. And then by the time Marino came up, the game was virtually over all over again. That Those last two hitters should have never... And by the way, by the time the Dodgers put a couple on the board, you think it's a little different if all of a sudden it's 2-2 two to two instead of you're still chasing a couple? Massively those different. never should have been put on the board. Christian Walker's the best hitter on their team, certainly from a power perspective. Lance Lynn, at this point, had given up 46 home runs. Yeah. To another guy that's one of the best home run hitters in baseball. You're going to let him pitch to that guy? Well, we're not going to do a left right. We don't have to be. That's the managerial failure that's unforgivable to me. So it's just to play the devil's advocate of you guys at all, it's not David Roberts' fault. That was. That was. Is it. somebody in Andrew Friedman's ear saying, don't warm anybody up? I mean, excuse me, is it is Andrew Friedman in Dave Roberts' ear? Don't warm anybody up. Dave Roberts had a chance to prove that he is a good in-game manager at that moment. You know what needs to happen? Or he had to, to prove point, that he has absolutely no say. That, and I don't that, know which that, one. So it, it might just be yeah, that. I don't know which he one. has a proof that he has absolutely no say. Because there's no way. You can't tell me that. He just not thinking, oh, he just gave up three hormones. Eh, let's put one, him back out. Let's of, leave him go. Let's one of two go. things has to happen. He needs to say, it's it was a decision yep. made above me. Yep. And, then, and then he's going to get capped because he's not following the Which script. Which he's not going to do because Which he follows the script. Do. He does follow the script. Or mm -hmm. you need to get fired because you didn't do what was clear to everybody that's ever watched a baseball game. Lance Lynn is a home run machine. One, whatever. Two, okay, we're done, done. here. Out. Third was inexcusable. The fourth one was almost funny. It yeah, was, it was almost funny. funny at that point. It's like, what are we even doing It was here? funny like also, said, the scenario. Five. He it's, gave him five. It's because... One was inches to the right. By the way, calling somebody 
a home run machine as a nickname and you're a pitcher, probably not the best nickname. Probably not the best nickname it for Lance It was a catastrophe on every level. Yeah. It was a catastrophe from an executive level. It was a catastrophe on a managerial level in the playoffs. It was a catastrophe in the starting pitching. It was a catastrophe of your young players not being able to step up and handle the moment. It was a catastrophe of your best players being completely absent yep. for the entire series. One for 21, which was an infield hit that your six foot five first baseman That's legged out for. and yep. slid into first base, nearly broke his damn legs mm -hmm. in the process. It, it was, was a hit. Everybody failed. Literally but do you, but do every you know, single person. Do you know what it also was? It was Dodgers baseball in the postseason. I wish I could tell you to stop, but you're not That's wrong. what it was. You're 100% It was right. Dodgers baseball in the problem. postseason. I mean, look at if anybody that looks at... You want the worst news of the day, guys? You, you, really, you really truly want to know the very worst part I do. of I want to hear this. it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to fire him. Well, that's gutless that on is, all levels. That I, is. I, I don't think they're going to fire him. I think that they'll bring him back. No, and because he'll say, like, oh, no, no, it was the bats. It was Mookie. It was Freddie. It, 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 it's all over. I, Twitter? Look, he did a great He did a great job in the regular season. It, he did manage well in the regular that, season. Greg, but he's be, not doing it in the postseason. It, it will be the playoffs are completely and utterly random, and we're not going to punish someone for the random. It They're wrong, but I'm, I'm telling you At right now. At some point, you have to do that. His dismissal is far from a sure thing. It is far from a sure thing. So while you just annihilated that bobblehead, he may be in that dugout come next year. It's not even it, – I'm not saying it's a possibility. I think it's a likelihood that he manages this team In our year. afternoon show group text last night, producer Lindsay – who obviously isn't a Dodgers fan, but she knows heartache based on being a go, uh, Cleveland fan. Just from Cleveland. Said, I don't think he's going to get fired. And producer Funch has said he has to. He has to, right? And it is it is actually the, the worst scary part of this whole thing is that you actually don't care at all about your fans. The Dodgers organization, Andrew Friedman, the ownership. You care so little about giving your fans something to say next year will be different. I, <clears throat> that you will be willing to trot him out there yet again. I don't think that's what it is, Chris. I think it could be interpreted like that, but I really don't think that's what it is. I think it's something different. We're the voice of the fans. I, I hear you. I'm not I'm not arguing that your emotions aren't real and true. I share them with you today, and which scares the crap out of me. <laughs> but I I don't think that the we don't give a damn about the fans is why they do it. I think it's a very different reason, which we'll talk about coming up in just a little bit. Give that's Corbin Greg a second here. He's oh, been yeah. asking to get in. Uh, well, I'm pissed off. <laughs> Greg, I've got a Greg, lot of things to say. Sound off today like you got a pair. <laughs> the problem is, Greg is in the corner <laughs> calling in. I'll, then, I'll, I'll be the, on the hotline. Don't worry. But the only thing I want to say, and then, you can, and then you can go to break just like you were doing, they're going to, again, if, that, if that's what happens, he comes back next year, they're going to win 100, 105 games next year, and this is all going to happen all over again. Be like, look, look, we won 105 games again, over and over again, and they're going to go out in the NLDS again, and it's not going to change. Don't worry, I got another bobblehead in there for next year. <laughs> <laughs> you went through the game. We got some in stock three right. times. You, can, you lose, can go now. They'll probably lose to the Reds in the playoffs. No. You know, Just kind of keep going to another no, team no, that no. wins 80 games the, and go from there. It'll be it'll be the Rockies because they have to be losing another West, team they gotta do the yeah. West, yes. Yeah. Just a catastrophe. Yep. But it's not because they don't care. It's something far scarier than that. That I could have wrapped my head around. The real reason? I don't think. 877-710-ESPN if you want to get on this. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'll do one more segment. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> the pain's over. Like I said last night in the IG Live, this is like the scene out of the movie Drive when Albert Brooks slices Brian Cranston. And he go, it's all over now. He, did, he pulls like a sword out of his jacket and cuts him <laughs> from the top of the arm through so he bleeds out. And Cranston's just like, and he goes, it's all over now. No more pain. It's okay. No more pain, guys. No, there's pain. They did you, never, did you want to watch this go five? Would that they, have been better? They never yeah. had a lead. Really? Because it, because it least means that they made some adjustments. It least means that they had a little fight. It least means that they didn't go down quietly and softly and weakly the way that they did. Isn't it worth it if it means the end of him? The end of Dave Roberts? Okay, which is bringing me to what you said before. You what? Tell me again why you think that they, they just want the fans' money. Is that what you're getting at? That they're If just they gonna, don't do something. Yeah. If the Dodgers' leadership and ownership says, you know what, we don't care what you have to say. We don't care that you come out here and spend thousands and thousands of your hard-earned money. Mm-hmm. Year after year, Dodgers' attendance is, if it's not one, it's two. What's the other one? Yankees? It's usually one. It's usually it's one. almost always one. And the prices don't go down. You know, you used to be able to go to Pavilion and have a family night, right? The $6 seats, the, they got rid of that thing fast. Oh, hot dogs. Yeah, they've turned the Pavilion into an amusement park out there, so it's more expensive. It's actually, actually it's nicer out there now. It's great. So the prices don't go down. They don't. Well, when's the last time they lowered the price of beer? Never. Nobody does. Artie Moreno did it he thirty did, years tried, ago tried, by yeah. a quarter, and, <laughs> every, and he's been living off of that since then. Give me a second, Slee. I know you want to get in some Christian Wood stuff. Victory <laughs> over the Kings last night, Game Three. So if you don't listen to your fans and make some sort of change that says we hear you, losing like this three seasons in a row is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. The only World Series we've given you from 1988, since 1988, you weren't able to watch, and it was a shortened season. And we still haven't had a parade for you. The fact that this continues, why would you show up and buy, spend your hard-earned money for tickets, food, beer, jerseys? Why? Why would you? Why is your computer speaker up, by the way? It's not. I'm hearing myself right, coming So up. am I, but it's not coming through my computer Sleep? speaker. No. I'm talking, and I hear it bouncing back. I do, too. But it's not for me. Maybe it's the side. Russians. They're back again. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I, I can't argue what the Dodgers do because it's not like they're not. Dodgers aren't spending seventy-five million dollars. It's not that you they're know what not Genie Bus tries. It's, it, it's the not, Lakers it's, try. It's not that they're not putting out all stars. It's not that they're not cropping their own players. It's not that they don't have one of the best products that's out there. The reason why you make the change, this has nothing to do with the fans. You know why the fans are going? The fans are going because they are winning. 
The fans are going because every year they're putting up 100-plus wins a year. Fans are going because they had the All-Star game at Dodger Stadium, and you had how many All-Stars represented from the Dodgers. It was That's why they're going out there. So I get what you're saying about the frustration, but then it just comes down to baseball. Something's not working. You don't make a change because your fans want you to make a change. You make a change because the result that you're hoping for at the end is not happening. You guys are missing That's the why scariest you make the part change. of all of this. You want that? I, I hear what you're saying. That you know we're putting something out that gets the turnstile cranking and the beer line long, and we're making. But it's a ton not of money. fake. They're it, putting out the best no, you can are. put out. They are the scariest part of all of this. Is that they honestly believe this is the best way to do it? That's the scary part. And they're they're like anybody in anything. If you're a true believer, that's scary. If you're not willing to self-evaluate some of these processes, that's the scariest part. If you just think, my way is the only way and the right way, they truly believe that this is the path to winning the World Series. They truly believe that why wouldn't I do what I've done that wins 111, wins 106, wins 104, wins 100 games. Eventually, it's going to hit our way, that the randomness of the playoffs is what's happening, not roster construction, not heart, not passion, not being able to make the right move at the right time, that they honestly believe that. I believe you that they believe that. And that's why they don't change Dave Roberts. That's why they continue. Continue to do the same thing. Let the analytics year drive after year everything. After year, that's why I think he's coming back because they honestly believe that this is the path to a World Series championship. It clearly is not. It's the it's the path to getting in the playoffs, but it's clearly not the path to winning a World Series. And the most terrifying part, the part that really honestly is going to bother me right up until October first of next year, is that they believe that it's all once that once it turns to October, it's all random. They don't have a Bryce Harper on the team. I'm not talking about like an MVP. They got MVPs. They got a roster full of MVPs. They got number two and number three they, in the they, top a five. A guy that's a lunatic. Were those the two that struck out in the top of the yes, eight? Yes, no, no, they're the two that went eighth one inning. for 21 and struck out. Yes. This, oh, top of the eight, They sorry. don't have a Bryce Harper type, a Kurt Gibson type, a guy that is just electric that insists on passion, that insists on competitive fire in those moments. The Dodgers went out quiet again. Quiet. They went out quiet. Did you hear Mookie after the game? They went out quiet against the Washington Sounded like it was a post-game in July. They, they, They don't have that thing that lets other people go, dude, we better get it. Bryce Harper is the spark plug for that team, not just because he's the best player, which he is, yeah. but also because he's a wild card, because he's got incredible passion Takes and things energy. Personal. Every, you see him eyeballing Orlando Arcia on both of those home runs yeah, last because night? Because Arcia, someone opened their mouth to Bryce Arcia, Harper. And it wasn't even that bad. What mm-hmm. he said was, thanks, Bryce, for the base running mistake he made last night. So Harper goes out there, hits a pair of jacks, and is eyeballing him around the bases the whole time. Dodgers don't have a guy like that. I do a lot of bits about our other teams. But you can't say, no matter what jokes we want to do, that LeBron doesn't give it his all, especially in the playoffs. That Matthew Stafford, oh, Matthew Stafford, is on one hip. Of course he does. Trying to win the game. You don't don't, see that. You don't see that. I I don't think it's a matter of did they give it their all or not. I think it's more... They did, okay, let's They're use the two. So let's use the two. Tight. Let's They're use the two so best tight. players on that team. 
you can't get any more clutch. M, if you could find out clutch what in they, the clutch in the regular season. If you could find out what they hit against the Padres, add that up what they hit against the Diamondbacks, and I'm talking about those two players specifically. Trev, you said they went out quiet. They didn't go out quiet. You know how they went out? They went out with their tail between their legs, their head down. I, I mean, I quiet is you just don't say anything. They looked terrified of the moment. They're they're pushing so hard and they don't know how to do it. They don't. I don't think it's a lack of want. I think it's a, a lack of no. And what's so crazy, and this is why I think it's a Dodger thing, much more so than I think it's a an individual player thing. Mookie Betts smashed in the playoffs with the Boston Red Sox. Freddie Freeman was a nightmare in the playoffs for the Atlanta Braves. But when they come in and they put on that Dodger blue, they 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 tighten up. They Trey get Turner so is smashing corporate. right now. Trey for Turner the... is killing it in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. That they have this culture that is just we're going to be cool everything's chill everything's fine that no one goes to the trouble of going bonkers when something goes wrong getting an argument with an umpire getting a fight with a teammate punch the get in somebody's face do something that will get guys fired up as opposed to oh crap it's happening but can, again. I, can i ask you a question can i ask you a question on the you need to find a player like that this is where I think there's just got to be a balance with some of those analytics because the analytics might not tell you that that player fits here good enough. It's like robotic. Everything's robotic. So if there's a player that you have in mind that you think would be a good fit because he's going to do things a little different, it doesn't add up to their equation. Dave Roberts is an equation. You know who played pretty well in this series and, and is not that robotic type of guy that's got a little flavor, that's got a little style, that's just kind of a guy that's a little not nearly as buttoned up as everybody else? Kike, right? And, and, and Kike is one of those guys that he dances, right? He, yeah. he does some things. He got some hits. And I'm not saying you go find a bunch of guys that are that Kike Hernandez well. level. You need star players, but a couple of guys that are don't fit the perfect mold of your Dodger, you need more of those guys. I'm going to leave you with this. Hit the music. If Andrew Friedman doesn't look at the man in the mirror this week and fire Dave Roberts, then all of us Dodger fans, I got news for you. This organization doesn't give a crap what you feel or what you think today. Just like they didn't care last year or the year before that, they don't care about you. I don't think that's their true. team, their leadership, their radio station doesn't care how you feel today because they let it keep happening over and over and over again. They're gutless. You know what it is? It's not that they don't care, it's they think you don't know. They're going to do it. Yeah, they way. think they're smarter. They, well, yes. obviously, they're they think they're smarter than baseball. You don't know. Yeah. You you guys don't get it. It's just you don't understand that sometimes it doesn't break your way. And sometimes it doesn't. But here's my question. Why does it never break your never. way? Right. Why does it always break the other guy's way? You asked an interesting question. We can talk about this on the other side. That if the 2020 season had been a traditional season, not a half, not even a half. A no third, chance they win a the World third Series. Of, the of course season. they don't. Of course they don't. It's hard to what, argue otherwise. What would make right. you... It's hard to argue otherwise. All the data, what would make you think that... And we were saying the same thing win. about LeBron and the Lakers until last season, when a team that we thought was going nowhere fought their way into the playoffs yep. with passion and energy. It, it was a debacle on every single level. We'll continue to talk about it. It's Travis Lee, 710, plus your phone calls coming up, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm not better. I thought that maybe we might have like a uh, little therapy session, Slee, that I'd start to feel a little better getting the, some of this stuff off of my chest. It's not helping. It's making it worse. And, and I keep coming back to the same conclusion that what I said to you a second ago. I think they truly believe that it's just been unlucky that it doesn't go their way. They, 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 they haven't caught the Even break. Even this morning, you I, think I, they feel I, that? I do. Because, because it, if this were the first time, yeah. okay, this is the fourth time in the last five seasons where somebody significantly less talented than them beat them. And, and, and dominated you. And, and Well, last this series was domination. The Padres series, frankly, was not very close. They, they never no. had a lead. They no. scored six runs total in three games. And, and the idea that they're sitting around their conference table or wherever you have these meetings at Dodger Stadium, yeah. I don't know. I think they do it. There's and, a Pete's Coffee. <laughs> wherever it is. They, <laughs> and somebody's saying, you know, one of these days, you know, it's just it's the randomness of the playoffs. What do you do? Hey, guys, we won 100 games. We won 100 games with the rotation that was held together with relief pitchers. It's really and hard to do. It's really hard to do. It's and baseball. It's baseball. All of that stuff. And they're going to say, let's let's run it back. Not that the same 25 guys are going to be back, but the same institutional philosophy is going to be back. And, and at some point, and I'm I'm not a – I mean, Chris has given me a hard time about this for, for years. I'm not a fire the manager guy if it's not clearly the manager's fault. Last night was. I, I truly believe that it was. But last night also put me over the edge on the – can we just try something different? Yeah. Can, can we just go in a different direction? Because this doesn't work. I want to play this- some sound from Dave Roberts real quick. And when he was asked about why it's not working out for them. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play it right here. Things with the format that, you know, people can dissect or whatever, but the bottom line is that, um, you know, the last two years we've got outplayed in the postseason. You know, it doesn't matter if it was a seven game series, we lost the first three games. And so, um, for me, I've got to do a better job of, you know, figuring out a way to get our guys prepared for the postseason. And so I'll own that. You know, I think we got great players. You know, I've got to figure out a way to, you know, get these guys prepared for whatever format, whatever series. So, yeah, the regular season, I think we do a great job. But um, of the last couple postseasons, uh, it just hasn't gone well for us. And so <clears throat> i got to figure it's it out. It's not the last couple. Listen, I, I, I mentioned this a little bit yesterday before the series was over. I don't know how good of a manager Dave Roberts is. I don't. And I'm not telling you that he's not a good manager. What I'm telling you is that he's been in a situation with an organization that gives him every possible tool that he needs. If Dave Roberts tomorrow is managing the Cincinnati Reds or managing the Arizona Diamondbacks or one of these other teams, I can't tell you how he would do. 
all I could do is just like take. To out. <laughs> all I could t- all, all I could do is just take what the Dodgers have done. There, there's a. There's no business out there where where if the ultimate goal is to win a World Series or an NBA championship or a Super Bowl, and every single year you're knocking on the doorstep but you fail, there aren't too many businesses that keep allowing the same thing to happen. For all I know, Dave Roberts has no say in anything. But to not change something, to think that we're going to try it all over again, to say that you're going to go win another 100 games and the confidence you have going into the postseason, why would it change next year? Why would it change? It, it would. If we're watching players play for the Dodgers who are smashing for 162 games and then can't do it in the postseason and then go on to play somewhere else and are smashing somewhere else, why do you think the result is going to change? It's not going to change. The The hard part is, and, and I think this is why I agree with you, Al, the hard part is you, you can't say, well, go get this guy or put this person in or do this differently because it isn't a glaring issue with personnel. It's a glaring issue with culture and and the culture specifically at the end of the line in a short series because the I don't think that the guys don't like each other. I don't think that they don't play hard. I don't think that I they're not invested. Yeah, but I, I don't buy into any of there's that. There's clearly something that doesn't connect when it gets tight. It's the thing that I had mentioned to you, even you know in August when they clearly had this thing wrapped up. I'm like, guys, it doesn't matter. Zero and zero is when they pucker like crazy. And they puckered harder than they ever had before. So if it's this, and I thought it'd be different this year. Yeah. I thought they would get through the Arizona Diamondbacks it was worse. and you would and you would stumble against <laughs> the Braves or the Phillies. It was worse. Not only was it not better, it was worse that from the jump they were out of it. And so if you can't say, well, we'll go sign this player or that player, and they will. The the roster will be different next year. I don't think it's going to be dramatically different, but it'll be different. Mm-hmm. But if it's just that thing that's in the air that's not quite right. Isn't that the manager? Isn't that the part? He said it in that clip. We just, I got to find a way to get us to play better in these situations. And so far, they just haven't. And it's not once or twice or three or even four times. There's a track record of this over and over and over again. All right, let's get you guys in there as well. Let's start in Los Angeles with Chris. Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, this is a perfect topic for uh, a three-hour radio show because there's so many things to address. And, and they're all not mutually exclusive dave roberts as we all know gets his marching orders from the front office so people need to stop saying it's his fault travis i agree with you last night he could have changed the pitching a little different get someone up i got that but we can't just blanketly say hey it's his fault because we know he's not calling the shots and he knows then he needs to say so i I don't want to cut you off chris i'm gonna let you finish your thought but if that's what happened last night he needs to say so because if he was told not to make a change there for whatever reason because there's games four and five, he needs to speak up and say it. And I know that would get him fired anyway, but at least people know that you're not dumb enough to do what happened last night. At least people would know that, hey, listen, why didn't you get Ryan Pepio in the game? Why, why did Ryan Pepio, who was arguably your best long guy over the last month, month and a half of the season, he didn't throw a damn pitch in the series, not one. You're telling me that you're saving him for game four or five that may never happen? If you want to wear that, I don't know what to tell you, Dave, because if that was an order that was given to you from above you, yeah. you have to say so or people think you're out of your mind. Can I give you a quote that you gave me before the show started? If somebody turns right 100 times in a row, why are they going to go left? Yeah. He's sitting there because he does. He's sitting there because he is the shield. If Dave Roberts but wanted to come out— But wouldn't you get tired out, of that? 
Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently no. Maybe not. I mean, just just think it's about this for well a second. paid well enough maybe that what he, he doesn't What he to... was saying in that quote was, I got to be better in the postseason. Okay, I, look what I've done in the regular season. None of that sounded like maybe what you were referring to, that there is a inclination that he may not be with the Dodgers moving forward. But But just to go off what you just said, Trav, I think that's the most important thing. Him not calling out or saying, you know what, that wasn't my call or any of that stuff, that goes against the entire reason why he's there. Why the hell would he do it in that position? He's trying because to stay enough here is next enough. year. I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I think that but that's probably why. he signed up for that. I, I, clearly, but at some point you're like, I don't want to do it anymore. Right? Like, I'm, I'm tired of being a shield. It's either he has no idea what he's doing, or there's no reason to have him there at all anyway because I can sit there and answer the phone and I can go up to the, the meeting and say, under no circumstances does Ryan Pepio pitch tonight because we got games four and five. I can go ex- – I mean, who can't execute that? Anybody can. Let me play this sound, too, of Dave talking about his approach to when and why he pulled Lance Lynn last night. I thought, you know, you throw two scoreless. I thought he was mixing well. And then he gives up the homer to Perdomo and then, uh, then he gets a grounder. And then uh, the Marte homer. So, you know, you're still in the third inning, 2-0. Then he gets a uh, fam, I think, on a 6-3, to 4-3, something like that. So, you know, you've got two outs and, you know, a low pitch count. And, and you figure that this run of right-hand hitters, you've got to be able to, to navigate it somewhat with two outs, uh, nobody on base. And then, then two homers later, you're down 4-0. So I had some guys ready, obviously, but I'm just – I can't predict the future. So it's like I, I try to not be reactionary, reactionary and get ahead of things, but I, I just can't predict the future. And so, you know, the way he was on the baseball, I don't, I didn't expect that. Do you have to be Kreskin to know that Lance Lynn was going to give up home runs? Do, do I have to be Nostradamus to look into the future and think that a guy that had at this point given up 46 home runs was going to give up more home runs to a guy that hits the most home runs on the team? That's not seeing the future. That's watching the damn game. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's an incredible quote to me because this isn't a matter of seeing the future. You just got more data points that this guy gives up jacks. Mm-hmm. There never, ever is a circumstance where Lance Lynn should have faced Christian Walker. Bring in Mookie Betts to pitch at that point. Mm-hmm. Get get weird with it if you have because Lance Lynn had given up two home runs to the number nine hitter and to Marte. The the jig was up. It was over. The ride, you got two innings out of him. You got two home runs. The, the second Perdomo's ball was over the fence, you need to get somebody hot and you need to get them hot right away. Well, I, I, and they didn't. I, I it's just the, it's not the future. It's bad managing. I thought the idea was to manage these games as if they're all elimination games. Crazy. And oh, by the way, that was an elimination game. That was it. He was saying that after game one. <laughs> I, have to, I have to manage as if every single inning – might be my last inning. And he managed yesterday's game. The Lance Lynn thing, listen, there is no explanation for that. It is just a a mistake. But I think there's so much more to it than just one spot. But that's obviously the spot that closed the season on the Dodgers. All right. If you are on hold, stay there. If you want to get in and uh, talk about this, vent, cry, scream, whatever it is you're feeling, go ahead. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Hey, did you see? Foo. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
All right, I just need a like a a, a little palate cleanser. We're going to dive back into the uh, Dodger debacle that was the series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. But Jorge, what do you got for us, Foo? All right, Foo. So, uh, we were talking about golf. You guys, you know, mentioned that you know Reeves is a golfer, and yeah. then you know Max Christie's a golfer. We're talking about a little golf. So I came across this video on on X, Twitter, whatever you guys call it nowadays, and it's this golfer who uh, hits it down. Uh, what do they call it? The fairway. Fairway. Yeah, at the Wind Hotel, the golf course, and then the sphere is at the end of this. <laughs> But the sphere, as the ball is going up, the sphere is reacting. It's like, like a big old smile. Yeah. Yeah. And also almost like trolling right him, too. Yeah, <laughs> and trolling the guy. Like, how is that a coincidence? How, how does that even happen? How do you time that? That's the first question I had out. Like, yeah. is this just a perfect coincidence of camera angle, sphere, golf hole, and everything just kind of lo- lined up to make it look like the sphere? Because I agree with Emily. Like, the sphere is kind of like, well, that shot sucked. Like, is it just – or – is somebody watching somewhere where they're able to put okay, put the the face on the sphere right. and we'll have a track like whatever the answer is, it's extraordinary. Yeah, I, I think from what I understand is the golf ball actually has emotions and the golf ball <laughs> yeah. is representing the sphere <laughs> and all that is connected together. You know what's so crazy about this thing? That it is <laughs> That's really funny, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> you know, it's kinda like the it's the shape of it, yeah. right? So it's like it's the just a uh, bigger version of a golf ball. You know what's crazy about the the sphere here is that this is so mind boggling to us. And every day I feel like I'm seeing something different. Monday night football was in Vegas and they had the sphere do whatever it is. Yeah. When NBA was there, yeah. summer league, it had to do ball. whatever it did. U two was there and they had the this is going to keep happening for the next year until this just becomes a little bit more normal. Our minds have not comprehended what we're seeing here. It's so weird looking that yeah. it looks photoshopped. It doesn't. <laughs> it, it looks yeah. artificial. It looks like a video game. I guess is what I'm getting at. Like yeah. it doesn't look like a green screen or something. It doesn't look like something that actually exists. It looks so incredibly fake. It's so fake. otherworldly. Yeah. Like it's almost That's like again, word. it's it's a whole like uh, I I think I've mentioned this before. It's called like the uncanny valley, where some things that are like made are too that our brain cannot process them yeah. because they're not used to being seen like that. So it's almost like that. The only like thing the Dodgers so, in the playoffs can't really process. <laughs> Dodgers winning in we're the taking, playoffs. <laughs> we're taking a ten minute can't break. Process. <laughs> um, but uh, I've seen that emoji on the glow on the sphere before. And I think that it does it kind of often. So what I think, again, maybe they did some video editing, they had video edited this before, and they just kind of happened to do it for that um, swing. But it is kind of cool. It's so perfect. The timing of it all is so crazy. That's almost like, it might be fake. Yeah. (laughs) Now you golf. You golf. How much of the distraction would that be to you? What, what, What hole are we on? I mean, because it matters. Okay. <laughs> let's just say, let's say five. no distraction. Yeah, if it's later on. Yeah, I'm if, if, more. if it's anything past like the fifth hole, I'm fine. We're we're good. If it's the one of the first two or three, it may be in my my line of sight, my peripheral vision. But once uh once the Coors Light has me, it doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, Parker paid up his bet finally. Oh, nice. Yeah, he brought me a little, nice Look little bottle here. Dude, with yeah. the Niners, you're going to yeah. be able to drink forever. Exactly. You're never going to run. Uh, Give me some good news, Jorge. All right, fool. So a little bit of good news. Yesterday, we uh, went to the doctor's office Yep. Uh, to find out the gender of the baby. As you guys know, uh, we're having a, a, a baby here. And uh, I was trying to get the audio of Mike saying this, yeah. but it's just not happening. Uh, Send it to my pixel. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, right. Dude, <laughs> I'm so, oh, so check this, people. We all have uh, Apple iPhones here, right? Except for one, uh, (laughs) Alan Sliwa. So I'm trying to – I texted everybody the video, but when it came to Alan, the the, the, – 
green bubbles were saying, oh, you cannot play, send. Yeah, yeah, blocks. Cannot it's send. spam. So uh, here, uh, Travis, you, you right, I'm going to play it here. from my phone. Sure, there you go. We have an announcement here, people. So yeah, Maita awesome. said it. We're having a boy. So gender reveal, everybody. We're gonna we're, we're gonna have a boy. Congratulations! Congratulations! Awesome. It's gonna be a boy. Very and cool. We we did it at Disneyland. We announced it at and Disneyland. And she's very, she very excited. Happy. Yeah, she's okay, excited. Do you have a she name? Uh, his name's gonna be Gael. Gael. Awesome. That's gonna be his name. And uh, it was yeah. Gael or Beckham. No, no, Gael. <laughs> it was one of the two. <laughs> it was one of the name. David Gael. Gael David. So, I mean, that's a little bit of good news. You know, a little bit. That's great news. Great news. I'm yeah, so happy for you. But yesterday, when I was at Disneyland, a lot of guys were in there, Arizona. I was wearing, you know, the hat, some of the old school jerseys, mm. like the Randy Johnson jersey, stuff like that. And some guys were like, you know, heckling, like, hey, great series, man. Great series. I mean, see, this is I'm where, like, this man, is this is where they, they were We've getting We've entered me. the point where I have to accept being trolled by Arizona Diamondback <laughs> well, fans. Well, can I, can I give you <laughs> something? Because what, am, what are you going to say? Can I explain yeah. something to you? Say? Can I explain something to you? As somebody that comes from a smaller market that does not have that much success when it comes to sports, there aren't many moments <laughs> where you control. There aren't. So a Diamondbacks <sighs> team, think about the Arizona Diamondbacks just swept the Dodgers. Can we that talk about may never <laughs> happen again in that franchise's history. I'm not surprised. My response to those guys were like, yeah, good luck with the Braves. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, the Phillies. The Phillies. Well, yeah, right? Exactly. The Phillies. And it's not going to be good. So, Maite, is a, she's excited to be a big sister? She's super excited, man. She was yeah. so ner- nervous yesterday. So she had this plan about her gender reveal. This, you know, She had this idea in her head where we're going to pop balloons, you know, just the whole night because her cousins sure. have done it or her aunts and uncles have done it. So she's so tense, and she's, like, squeezing my thumbs as we're going to find out, you know, the whole You're ultrasound. You're in the OBG one out. Yes. And then uh, she's like, you guys ready to find out what it is? The nurse was asking, and I was like, uh, sure. And I asked Maite, do you want to walk out? She's like, no. I want to know now. I was like, what about, the, yeah, what about yeah. the party? Like, don't you want to have this party, like this reveal party? And she's like, no, I want to know now. Like, <laughs> screw the party. Like, I don't want to throw, <laughs> throw that anymore. So, you know, we did it yesterday at Disneyland, one of her favorite spots. So, so how long cool. until Gael is born and then you put a soccer ball in the crib or a baseball bat or something like that? When does that start? Oh, that uh, LAFC oh. little mini ball. <laughs> already, it's, it's already, it's already been, it's, it's been bought, yeah. I have a picture of Bobby when he's, three or four months old, something like that, in a Shaq jersey. It's terrific. <laughs> it's like a little baby Shaq jersey that's awesome. He had a glove in his crib, which, you know, I, I, I don't know who put it in there, but <laughs> it, seemed to, it seemed to make its way in I'm there. Sure there was like nine different gloves. You're like, I don't know. Is it going to be lefty, righty? I, I do care about, you know, my my preoccupation with gloves, but uh, that's I, I'm from the yeah, bottom thank of you. my heart. Oh, yeah. I thank am you. so happy for you, and you Bless and you. Brenda – and your entire family, it's a blessing. Congrats. For sure. cool. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah for appreciate sure. you. For sure. Feel a little better now? Look, yes. Honestly, yeah. yes. I know. Don't you dare say it. That's what you needed. <laughs> I needed something positive and lovely. You needed a uh, cleanser. Yeah. How'd the Laker game go last night? I'm not ready yet. We'll, we'll go back into that pool in about four minutes, but tell me how the Laker game okay, went. Okay, can I? My guy gave Vincent to I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I, this isn't going to help you. But I'm going to give you what happens behind the scenes. Okay. okay. So behind the scenes, you know, doing the broadcast, Philly and Atlanta are playing. So there's a TV, a monitor right next to us. So it's myself, it's Michael, and then it's John. Okay. I think John had already put in the request because somebody said, hey, somebody requests a Dodger game, somebody requests. So before you know it, the Dodger game is on. 
So while I'm doing the pregame show with Michael, um, you know, people will just kind of come. This is the only monitor that's really showing the Dodger game. You're in Anaheim. I'm sure there's a lot of Dodger fans there. Sure. So you got a lot of people that are just like looking over your shoulder during the game while I'm trying to break down DeMontis Sabonis' double doubles from last year, right? (laughs) Okay, even there's a point Palenka comes by and Palenka asks, he's like, so what's the score? You know, he's asking John Michael right there. I think that's actually Lance Lynn in the second inning. Lance Lynn just got the strikeout and it's like, Mm. hey, nobody, nobody offers. While I'm sitting there and the game is now going on, the Laker game starts. I'm kind of trying to see, all right, you know, get an idea what the score is. And it says one nothing. I have no idea how they scored. Like, every time I looked, it was the score already was there, but I couldn't actually tell what happened. Okay. It's 2 nothing, 3 nothing, 4 nothing, right? And oh, then, I remember. And then I, I find out it's the four solo home runs, and I'm trying to, like, understand and fathom. I'm just looking at the box score waiting to see, oh, it was a, you know, it was a, a double, a triple, something. Four solo home runs. And that didn't help you get away from it, but yeah, I was hoping you'd tell me about D'Angelo having a nice night, or yeah. Gabe Vincent, or I don't know something. We got so much time. I mean, there's three more preseason games left. DeAndre could tell you about D'Angelo. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. All right. I'm excited to hear that story. What's the? I always uh, can't pronounce uh, the owner of the Sacramento. Vivek Ranadive. Probably one of my favorite stories from yesterday is I'm talking to one of the Lakers security guards. Nice guy. He's been with the Lakers for a while. And he starts laughing, and he's kind of looking over my shoulder. I'm like, what happened? And Vivek had walked by me, both of us, and then, you know, there's an usher there that basically if you're going to go back to the media room, you got to show your credential. And he said, that was funny. I'm like, what happened? He goes, well, the usher asked Vivek, does he have a credential? And he said, I own the Sacramento Kings. That's a good credential. And he just kept walking. (laughs) I own one of these two teams is a very, very nice flex. Good for you. uh, Should I use that to get into anything I want to, too? I say, oh, uh, my dad owns the Kings. Give it a shot. You never know. Next thing you know, you might be sitting courtside next to uh, Leo or something. the Sacramento (laughs) Kings. It's a good flex. It's a good flex for sure. Your call's coming up as well. Plus, where do you go from here? What do you do now? That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.